Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, it's A Free Solution here on WISL WACK in Newark. Thank you so much for tuning in for maybe not a free lunch, but definitely some talk. Maybe you'll maybe you'll think there's solutions, maybe you won't. But the important thing is to be discussing what's going on in New York State, and that's what we try to do here on A Free Solution. And the big news, people keep talking about it, is, <laughs> I feel like Trump, a lot of people are talking about the Buffalo Bills and what a great deal they got, the best deal of the century. You know, uh, maybe he would feel that way, or maybe he would come up with a funny name for Kathy Hochul and lambast her for giving all of her friends money. Which, are we surprised about that? Are we surprised that that happens in the Empire State? You don't build an empire without paying off some of your buddies. And we are really good at that here in New York. That is how we operate. And you know what? It's always for the good of the peasants. It's always for your best interests. You know, okay, my friend makes a couple million here or a couple million there. But, you know, you get a really cool yacht to ride on uh, in his business. You get to ride on the Erie Canal on his yacht business. And this is a thing that happened on the thruway. They were trying to make a, you know, a, a yacht thing out towards um, Fonda, I believe it was. One of King Andrew's buddies had a yacht business, you know, pleasure cruise sort of a deal. And there was going to be a place, an exit there, where you could get off the thruway and then get on one of these boats and ride it up and down canal. Am I against that? No, I think that's great. The Erie Canal is a great... Uh, I think we underutilize the Erie Canal. I think we could do a lot of great things with it. At the moment, it seems to be a place for people ha- people who have money for boats to go up and down, which is fine. I like that. I like tourism. I think we could do something more with it, though. So utilizing the Erie Canal is not necessarily something that I'm against, What I'm against is Andrew Cuomo spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on this rest area to connect his buddy's boating company to the Erie Canal. And this, this, this happened a long time ago and I think it kind of fell through. Uh, And now it's like a farmer's market sort of a deal that they put up there. So, but this is just one example of, the king or the queen, uh, queen bestowing a contract upon their lucky, uh, their lucky merchant class, their lucky uh, guild class. It is literally feudalism. That's how we do it here in New York. That's how, it's how we've done it for a long time. And this whole bill situation is just another example of that. So we give 500 and whatever million dollars to the Bills. The largest sports subsidy in history to a team. We do, we do it big here in New York. You know, 
we 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 might do things wrong, but we don't do them halfway. It's all the way wrong. And Kathy said, "Here, here, here's a bunch of money bills." And I was talking before the show with the board op, Bob, and he says uh, there was a there was a story this morning on their news, and uh, it talked about connections between Kathy and some people who might be interested in running concessions at the Buffalo Bills, possibly. Hmm. There's always a connection when you're a swamp monster. And that is exactly what Kathy Hochul is. Now, I don't know the particulars of the situation. All I do know is that her husband is involved in casinos and gaming. And that New York has been pushing casinos and gaming all over the place. Because that's the way to economic prosperity. That's how you do it. You go and you you create incentives for people to blow money on stuff. And then it's for the kids. It's for education, the gambling money. But that's how you create wealth, is you create a bunch of casinos to suck the wealth out of people who live there. And I don't care. I'm not anti-gambling. It's not my thing. I don't gamble. It actually, it pains me when I lose money. I know a lot of people get a kick out of it. And it's just like any other thing that people spend money on to get a kick out of. I don't care if that's how you uh, you spend your money. But don't tell me that that's how you build wealth in a society by making money off of people's vices. That's not how you do that. And then you and then you go and you say, "Oh, well, gambling's a problem or drinking is a problem or fentanyl and drug abuse is a problem." How can I make money on that? <laughs> That's the wrong question. How do we stop that? How do we help that? You don't have to stop it, but how do you stop people from ruining their lives over it? And if people are ruining their lives, how can we give them a, how can we give them a helping hand? Tax it more. No. No, that doesn't work. Let's start a war on drugs. That doesn't work either. We've got to find a way to work with the people. Because when you beat them, I watched a John, uh, John, uh, John Oliver episode from this weekend, and he talked about harm reduction in drugs. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy over safe, and drug, uh, sh- safe injection sites and things like that. But basically, the harm reduction idea is that people are going to do these things. So why don't we figure out how to minimize the hurt that it causes them? And according to John Oliver, the the use I again I, I can't cite the source or anything of this, but this was this was what John was saying on his show. So I'm sure if you wanted to track it down, you could find it through last week tonight. But it was something like thirty percent of the people, the drug addicts who patronized these safe injection sites, actually got off of the drug. They stopped using it because it becomes a gateway. And also you have literature there for other sorts of, uh, you know, like, like programs essentially to help you get off or maybe things to help you, uh, think differently about your life. And that's a lot better than throwing someone in jail and then giving them a record for the rest of their life so that they can't get employed because we hate felons. And now you've ensured that the only thing they're going to do is drugs. 
and they're going to run their life into the ground. And all I'm saying is we need a little bit of compassion when we approach these topics. Is is safe injection sites the way to go? That's not my decision to make. But I do know that taxing people and fining people and throwing them in jail is just a way to help the system make money and to make people that have prison contracts make money with that. And and the, the focus becomes on the back end of it and exploiting that for the purposes of whoever's in charge, I guess. So that's sort of a tangent on drugs, but it's all the same thing, which is they tell you this is for your own good. We're going to fix everything. And then it always comes out, oh, well, the guy that has to fix everything, that's my friend. And that guy is going to make a million dollars now because he's the guy that fixes everything. And it's always it's always about money. I hate to be the I hate to be the crazy libertarian guy saying that they're 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 never motivated by anything other than cash. But it seems to be that's the way. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I'm cynical. But before before the show today, I saw that New York State has just pulled a bunch of education funds. We really care about our children. We care about our education. We got to make sure we're 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 like really low on the list of states as far as education goes, as far as the effective effectiveness of it, as far as the success of it, whatever the metrics are that you measure that by. We're low. I don't know if we're in the bottom half, but we're definitely in the middle somewhere. And okay, you know, maybe maybe uh that's not the worst place to be. But we spend the most of any state by far on education. And we're spending all that money to get kind of good in the middle results. Seems like that's not working. So how do we make it work? Stop giving favors to the well-connected and start trying to address actual issues at the local level, at the individual child level let people make decisions stop telling people that you have their best interests in mind and this is how it's going to be and i'm gonna use this 500 million for the bills because we're gonna lose the bills that's the most pressing issue here in new york state right now we're gonna lose the bills you know people are dying of fentanyl uh, fentanyl overdoses people are leaving the state in droves people can't find a job New York City has businesses shuttered everywhere. Upstate has had businesses shuttered for the past 60 years. We're going to lose the bills, man. That's the most important thing. We got to save the bills. <laughs> it used to be save the whales. Now it's save the bills. Kathy, Kathy, stop. Stop spending money on stuff that you don't need to spend money on. Stop telling us that it's for our own good. Please let us use money for good things. Let us do what we want. Why are you why are you controlling everything from the top? I know this is kind of vague. I know this isn't big on particulars, but you can find particulars anywhere you look. Look up New York State funding, New York State losing funding, New York State moving funding. You can Google this stuff and you can find story after story where we're dumping money on things and it's not fixing anything. 
give me a call. Give me some comments. I'll get to those after the break. On a free solution, W-I-S-L-W-A-C-K in Newark. A free solution. Thanks for tuning in. Excited to get to some of your comments and calls after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. And I say that to the governor, I say that to the mayor, I say that to anyone. And anyone here that believes you are so marginal that you don't want to be a porpoise, then you do it on your own. Give me, show me the money. Show me the money on WISLWACK, a free solution. My name is Craig. Thanks for tuning in. Eric Adams, getting to the root of the issue. That's what it's all about. Show me the money. Put it right there, right in my palm. That's what I need. A lot of people with a lot of opinions in the comments. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good opinions in the comments. Elaine, she says, I homeschool for a reason. It's been hijacked by money. And yes, it has been hijacked by money, Elaine. Uh, that's always the question is, how am I going to get the money also, these unfunded mandates that I have to follow cost me a lot of money. Federal mandates, state mandates. Now I don't have a lot to play with on my own as far as my budget goes. It's all about the money, yes. And it doesn't it doesn't help the kids. That is for sure. Ed Guerrero, he says, We know the scam, we know how the scam goes. The government creates a problem, they put their blame on someone, something, they fool the people by making believe that the government will fix everything and accept their scheme. And speaking of that comment and of Eric Adams, Eric Adams just pulled this. There was a robbery in the subway down in New York City. Surprise, surprise. There's a lot of those lately. As well as feces attacks and homeless people. And it's a mess. And this robbery was orchestrated with a gun. And Eric Adams tweeted, he said, see, this is why we got to be tough on guns. This is why. is because this, this, this robbery down in the subway. Never mind all of the other violence in the subways. Never mind the feces attack. Never mind people getting pushed onto the tracks. These have all happened. What, what, what was at fault for those? There wasn't a gun involved, Eric Adams. Why are there so many of those other things happening without a gun? Also, we got to be tough on guns. Is New York City not already 
extremely tough on guns. Like, extremely tough on guns. You can't get a pistol permit down there to carry. You can't have guns there. Uh, you had to ship them. You had to ship them out of the city years ago. They decided that. You can't hold them without special licensing. Aren't they already super-duper illegal? But this guy was still able to hold up a family down in the, uh, down in the subway with a gun. How'd he get it? You guys are already really tough. So this is Ed's point, which is the reason why there's so much violence in the subways, why people feel like they can just rob people, is a result of the policies of New York City. Bail reform. Uh, also gun control to a certain extent. If I don't know, if I know nobody has guns because they're illegal, now I'm not worried about somebody retaliating when I go after them with a gun. I'm not going to get shot. People can't have guns. So I don't think twice about it. If everybody could have a gun, could have a gun is the key word there. Everyone doesn't need to have a gun. But if I know now, oh, maybe this old lady has a gun. Maybe I think twice about going and try to steal her purse because she's going to shoot me. So that's one of the policies that may be responsible for the violence in the subway. Also, the fact that we're releasing people into the streets after being arrested 26 times or 27 times, but they're still able, uh, still able to go back out on the subway. There's a policy that maybe we could look at and figure out if you know there's a better way to do that. There's a bunch of stuff that Eric Adams could directly address as the mayor that he's directly responsible for that are causing these issues, but he chooses to blame it on he chooses to blame it on an inanimate object. It's the gun's fault for the violence. And I used to roll my eyes when I heard that. Like, oh, that's just a Republican talking point. And I was a Republican. And the more that I exist on this earth, I realize that that's the case because that inanimate object, yes, it does make it easier to commit violence, but people will commit violence no matter what. The gun is convenient. It's an easy way to do it, but I can do it with a knife. I can do it with a baseball bat. I can do it with a rock like the Bible. Common sense rock control. That would have saved uh, Abel, right? And uh, anyway, Chase is calling in. He wants to talk with me down in New York City. Oh, Chase just hung up. We just lost him. I hope he calls back. Chase, if you're listening or watching, please call me back. I wanted to talk to you. So, well, we wait for Chase if he comes back or if he doesn't. A little bit more on, on the gun situation. Yeah, Eric. You just use this as an excuse to push an agenda. You had a pet project or a pet peeve. You don't like guns. So you said, you know what's responsible for this horrendous attack on the subway? It's the gun. Now I'm going to use it to pass some gun control. Never mind that we're already... Really, really, really gun controlled down here. This time, it's changed something. Nah, I don't think it's going to change anything. Not that. You got to address the underlying issues. Uh, 
Alexander's got a couple questions in here. He says, what's the GDP debt ratio, uh, the debt compared to the annual accumulation? And I don't know that answer, Alexander. I'm going to guess not good. <laughs> I'm going to guess that that's, that's not something that we, sh that we can be proud of here in uh, New York State. Another comment from the Ultimate Warrior. To be honest, Western New York would crumble without the Bills. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But are you telling me that all of the industry, all of the economy, everything in Western New York is entirely dependent upon the Buffalo Bills? Maybe it is. I'm not in Western New York. That's a problem. That's the thing that's keeping Western New York afloat? Wow. If that's the case... We need something else in there. And this isn't going to change it. We're just going to we're just going to remain reliant on the Buffalo Bills for our economic prosperity. Maybe we ought to have a different industry. Maybe we ought to have some energy. Maybe we ought to have nuclear power plants. Maybe we ought to have some manufacturing. Maybe we ought to have hemp. Maybe we ought to have a hundred different things so that we're not dependent upon the Buffalo Bills for all of our revenue in Western New York so that we don't have to bribe them with $580 million to stay here to prop up my economy. Maybe I can use that $580 million to diversify a little bit so that Western New York doesn't crumble if the bills were uh, allowed to leave, if they were not bribed to stay here. And uh, Alexander comments too, New York should initiate stand your ground laws. I'm not uh, entirely with all of the intricacies of the stand your ground. Uh, I know that I know that it all gets argued. You you get arrested, you get uh, charged, and then it gets sorted out in court because you have the 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 you know because you have the stand your ground. Uh, that's how it works here in New York State, at least. You are getting if you use your gun, you are getting arrested. You're going to jail. You're getting booked. And then maybe, maybe, maybe you'll, you know, maybe they'll realize that it was okay. But stand your ground laws would make it a little bit easier for you to defend yourself. Right now, you are required to flee. You must flee. You must run away. You are not allowed to defend yourself here in New York State. And that is absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Tell me what you think. Call me back and stay on the line. 585-346-3000 here on WISL, W-A-C-K in Newark, A Free Solution. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talking about being fooled just before St. Uh, not St. Patty's Day. That was a couple weeks ago. Just before April Fool's Day. It is a free solution on WISL.
The WISL store is now open. With nicer weather, your car needs an official Voice of Liberty bumper sticker. There's a great selection to help you show your love of God, the Constitution, and free and safe schools. Here are just a few available. Shut up, Fauci. Kathy Holcomb. Save America. Support the Second Amendment. Scam alert January 6th. God, please help us. Close the Mexican border. Save America. Stop voting for Democrats. And there are gas pump stickers reading, Democrats did this. These are standard weather-resistant bumper stickers guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WISL Voice of Liberty merch too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover. Check out the exclusive WISL Mount Worstmore shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Shop the WISL store at WISL1040.com. A free solution. We are back on a free solution. W-Y-S-L, W-A-C-K in Newark. My name is Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before the break, I was talking about gun control laws, having a conversation with Alexander, and how governments, they cause problems, and then they blame that problem on something else, and then say, by the way, I can fix that too, by making more laws and more rules and more things that aren't going to address anything except they'll make me feel good. And that's politics. That's how that stuff works. And we have some comments going on. Got a lot of chat going on. Thanks guys for uh, making comments and uh, for, for participating in the show. I really do enjoy the back and forth here and we got some back and forth between people as well. And uh, Dave Davis says Democrats will probably fall for it because Democrat politicians never lie. And I'm not certain that people believe that necessarily. I think they're okay. Again, I can't speak for entire swaths of the country, but I think you see it from both sides. I think if my guy lies a little bit or my guy fudges a little bit or he's got to you got to break some eggs to make an omelet, you know, you saw it with Anthony Fauci. With the masks. Well, I knew that I knew that we needed them and that they were going to work, but I, I, I had to tell you that they weren't going to work because if I told you they were going to work, everyone would have hoarded them and we wouldn't have had any for anything. So I had to tell you that because, because, you know, you understand. It's a noble lie. Same thing with the vaccination rates. Well, I said it was only going to be 50% because, you know, I didn't think you guys would go for the actual 75%. And it could be as much as 85 or 95%. But I couldn't tell you that because you wouldn't have got the shot. Did he suffer any repercussions for that? No, not at all. Not one bit. We still listened to him. People still took their cues from him. He was God. You couldn't touch the man. But he said on those two occasions and on others as well. Yeah, yeah, I lied. I told you. You know, I said I said it was one thing, but I had to for your own good. So I think we accept that. I think obviously we accept it. He's not in jail for lying to Congress. So we accepted it. So yeah, that's the issue. When when it becomes a fight between Democrats and Republicans, we excuse the bad behavior because we don't want the other guy in charge. And they fool us every time. 
And that's not even a fool though. That's a that's a well I see I see why it was necessary. They were they were not open with it to begin with, but it got exposed and we said, "Well, yeah, I get it. I get it. You you had to do it. What were you going to do?" That's fine, Anthony Fauci. And I think we do that all the time. I uh, I have the story here about Kathy Hochul's husband and his business dealings. He's involved in Delaware North, and when Kathy was appointed governor, they said, "Hey, isn't that a uh, isn't that a conflict of interests?" So her husband's top executive with the Buffalo-based concessions and gambling giant uh, Delaware North, and they have numerous operations in New York that involve state or state authority oversight. So isn't that handy? Now I can just backdoor all that oversight. Don't have to deal with that. That's kind of nice. And with this whole Buffalo Bills thing, the company has an interest in the ongoing negotiations around public financing for the new Buffalo Bills stadium because it has the concessions, dining, and retail contract for the existing Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. Hmm. Seems kind of close to maybe they'll get a bunch of money from this. Uh, they'll get a chunk of that $580 million. Isn't that handy? Kathy Hochul gets to take taxpayer monies that she stole from the Seneca Nation, and she gets to put it into this Buffalo Bill Stadium, and hubby, he gets to make a nice little profit. So I get to steal Indian money. I get to give it to my friends, the Bills, and my husband. He gets to make money as well. Why are we accepting this? Why do we, why do we let this happen? Why are people going to vote for this woman? Why are they going to put her in office again? Because orange man bad. Because there's three to one Democrats here in New York State. And I don't, I don't blame you, Democrats. I don't blame you. I know you hate the orange man. I know you don't like Republicans. I know you feel very strongly about your issues, just like everybody does. I'm here to tell you that woman is not your answer. I, I agree with you on some of your issues. I agree that they're important things that we need to address. This woman is not going to address them. She's going to take $580 million and give them to the bills, and her husband's going to make a bunch of money, and she's going to make press conferences about how much she cares about you, and then she's going to go and do whatever the hell she wants, and New York State's going to suffer because that's how it's been at least for the past 20 years, if not since the existence of this state. That's how they keep fooling us. That's how the Democrats have an iron fist on this state and are allowed to do whatever they want because they use the specter of the orange man or the specter of whatever the Republicans are doing to scare all of their supporters into believing that they are the best choice, that they are the lesser of the two evils. I'm a little bit evil, but I'm that evil. So just vote for me. And I'll take your money, and I'll give it to the Bills, and my husband will make a lot of money. And at least you won't have to watch President Trump anymore. You won't have to see the mean treats. Fight me on this if you're a Democrat. Comment, talk to me, tell me. Maybe maybe Kathy's the answer. Maybe it's okay to deal with this stuff. Maybe it's okay to allow her to launder money and make money off of the taxpayers. Maybe that's okay for all of, the cheat, all of the achievements she's going to make for the state. I don't see it. I don't see the trade-off being worth it. I don't see it.
I, I help me make it make sense. Dave Davis comments. Both parties are very good at the, I lied for your own good. Yeah, that's how it goes. And you could say, uh, I don't do that. Uh, yeah, nah, I'm not about that. You're out. But we don't. We forget about it by the time the next election's over. Or uh, next election's up. And we do remember that we really don't like that other guy. This is why it's so important to get away from this two-party system. We got to get away from this two-party system. There is no such thing as only two choices. There are multiple, multiple, multiple choices. We've got to spread the word that we, we can't keep accepting this illusion of choice. It is not a choice. It is not a choice. They are on the same team, and they are using you. They are milking you, and they are making money from it, and their friends are making money from it, and they're telling you that the only people who can help you are them. So you got to trust me. Yeah, I took $580 million. Yeah, I gave it to the Bills. We got to have the Bills. That's the only thing keeping Western New York afloat. Never mind that maybe I could figure out how to introduce industry, how to introduce innovation, how to get out of the way of people. We exploded as a state during the Industrial Revolution. It was the Empire State. This was one of the richest places in the world. It remains that way as we continue to flounder and die. Could you imagine what would happen if we put a little bit of energy into helping people instead of beating them down every day? Can you imagine how prosperous this state would be if we just stopped punishing people, stopped taxing them, stopped stopped yelling at them, stopped creating state-supported monopolies where people are allowed to have these concession contracts and be married to the governor. We have to stop this. We have to make it so that everybody is able to, to live their American dream. I know people will roll their eyes, but that's a thing. If you let people do what they do, they prosper. They're happy. If you tell people what to do, if you force people to do things, they're not happy. They're not happy. They're miserable. And maybe you can keep miserable people going for a while, but it's against human nature. Miserable people self-destruct. They, they overdose on fentanyl. They have drinking issues. They have gambling issues. They, they make bad decisions. They vote for people like Kathy Hochul over and over and over again as she runs the state into the ground because she doesn't care. Because when the nukes come, now I'm getting really hyperbolic. That doesn't seem to be out of the question anymore, though. When the nukes come or when the state defaults or whatever blows up, because this is not sustainable. I don't know if it's going to take 20 years. I don't know if it's going to take 50 years. This can't go on forever. My point is whenever whatever it is ends, Kathy's going to be fine. She and her husband are going to go into their bunker stocked with all of the concessions, the Coke and the hot dogs and the freeze-dried whatever, right, from his company. They're going to go down there and they're going to live their lives until all the dust settles and all the plebes are done killing each other. And they're going to come back up, and they're going to be fine. Maybe that sounds like an exaggeration. I don't think it is. I think these people are set no matter what happens. And when there's no consequences for your actions, now you don't act right. 
Tell me what you think. 585-346-3000. Get to more comments after the break as well. It is a free solution on WYSL. Thank you so much for tuning in. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. We are back on a free solution on WISL, WACK in Newark. My name is Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a discussion going on about cryptocurrency in the chat. Alexander, I'm going to butcher this last name, Wetzelsberger says cryptocurrency, all caps and a lot of exclamation points. Any thoughts? He follows up. Yes, I have thoughts. I believe that crypto is the way to go. I believe we need a hundred different cryptos. I believe people should uh, be choosing their their medium of exchange like they have for thousands and thousands of years. People people act like um, like crypto is this new concept. It's not. It, it's using new technology, but it's an old concept which is money is whatever we say it is for years and years and years. We said it's the U S dollar just because it is, but now we have an option to say it's something different and crypto offers you the option to be entirely transparent with it. You can see the transactions, you can see who made them and no one person controls it. So I can't just make a bunch of new crypto like the fed makes a bunch of new dollars. We have a caller on the line. Uh, his name is his name is Charles. I think from Pittsburgh. Uh, how you yeah. doing, Charles? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call in about that whole uh, Bills Stadium thing. Yeah. And uh, actually, I had a quick question for you on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. If the Bills moved, how much? money would that cost the owner to move the entire bills to a new location if he didn't get the funding? I would suspect probably nothing. I mean, it's going to cost them something. But the point is, the point is when they say we'll just go somewhere else, that's not an empty threat. I feel like it's kind of a bluff, which are two different things. I don't know if they would move because they have such strong fans. You know, and they're going to upset a lot of people, and they know these people are diehards. But well, then no, that's that's my uh, my opinion on that as well. I, I would say, you know what, I'm I'm a Bills fan. I love the Bills. I would say if you're going to act like that, then yeah, go ahead and move and see what happens. Ex- you know, yeah, like, exactly. You're, you're risking yes. losing fans. Yes, that, 
Yes, that is exactly the attitude of every single Bills fan. That's my point. It's like, okay, yeah, see how that goes for you. Um, and that's kind of like the Western New York attitude as well, right? Okay, yeah, see, see how that works. Um, so, so to answer your question about how much it would cost, though, obviously they're going to have to spend a little bit of money, but they'll get a tax break from someone else. They'll get a tax break from Tucson, Arizona, or from from some place in South Dakota, or who knows where, right? They'll 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 get the tax breaks. That's how the game is yeah. played. That's how it's that's how it's played with sports. That's how it's played with corporations. Um, there's there's these businesses in Kansas City, um, that just go back and forth across the state lines because every ten years they get new tax breaks, and it's ridiculous. Uh, so to answer your question, I don't know what the, the final figure would be, but they'll get a bunch of handouts. They'll get a bunch of tax breaks. They'll get a pilot program. They'll have the government steal land to put their new stadium on. It'll all work out for them because that's how we do it. Because we say, well, it's a pride thing. We can be proud of the bills, you know, and that's, (laughs) it's kind of tough to live here. So we gotta be, we gotta be proud of something. So we gotta keep them here. Uh, and that's the excuse that they use to give a bunch of money to people. Yeah. To be honest, my, my wife's a Redskins fan, and yep. it's not her. It, it shouldn't be her problem, you know, to pay the taxes, you know, along with everyone else that's a New York Giants fan. Yeah, yeah. You're going to make people pay for things that they don't like, right? I, I literally root against that team, but you're making me pay yeah. for their stadium. And this is a microcosm for a bunch of other stuff in government. This is why everybody hates the other guy. Because the government controls the money, and when I see the government give money to people, I get angry at those people. I don't get angry at the government, which it's kind of a great deal. It's kind of a great deal uh, for me as the government. I get to give money out to everybody. I get to have them beg. And then when I give it to the wrong people, people don't even get angry at me. They get angry at the other guy. So I'm just, I'm just giving gifts. <laughs> it's a win-win because uh, either way you look good because you're giving out free money yeah yeah unfortunately that's how it works we've got another caller but thanks for your call i appreciate you tuning in and listening and uh, giving a call always until next time thank you very much the next caller valerie in virginia thanks for calling in valerie yes hi um i i'm yeah, I'm in Virginia now, but I'm actually a part-time resident. And I'm someone who has been interested in starting a small business in New York State, but very hesitant. And, of course, the last two years with the COVID um, debacle, it really would make, you know, most people who are considering, you know, starting a small business in New York State really put the brakes on. And so I'm one of those people. But one of the things that, you know, that I have thought about, but this is on a very local level, but I see, you know, me having lived in different states, I see it pretty much runs the same across the board, is you always have these um, localities that say, oh, we're business friendly, we're business friendly. And, of course, some, some you know, m- municipalities and counties are more business friendly than others. But one of the things that I think really um, could make an upswing in commercial development in a certain community that maybe was economically depressed. I'm from upstate New York, and that is a part of New York that has seen hard times. Of course, western New York, you know, has seen hard times as well. But 
one of the things that is always um, striking to me is no matter how economically depressed an area is, you have to, you know, be, if you're going to have a business, generally you have to, you know, start the business in an area that's zoned commercially. And just the fact of having a structure on a commercially zoned, you know, location or in a commercially zoned location automatically makes your your, um, real estate taxes higher. And so if you're just starting out, your building needs renovations and that sort of thing, these higher taxes, you know, beyond, um, you know, what you would pay for residential can be an impediment. Whereas, you know, if you, you might be more, you know, inclined to just be a landlord because then, you know, you're just going to be paying your residential, you know, real estate tax rates. And it, it might yeah, seem like, yeah, a, I, you know, I, a, a I, better- I agree with all this, Valerie. We're getting short on time, so I want to answer your question um, or your comment, really. I hate everything you just told me because everything you just told me is 100% true, and I hate that you're a refugee from New York and that you want to come back here, and the state is making it so difficult. You're right about the zoning. Yes, that gets back to what I said yesterday about city planning. Why is the city determining where you can do things. Why are they taxing you more depending on the things that you do? Also, when you go in and make all those renovations, now they're going to reassess your building and they're going to tax you even more. Why do I want to build in New York State? It sounds so much like a punishment, but we're business friendly. Okay. Yeah. I I feel you 100%, Valerie. Yeah, it's more I'm sorry it was more a comment than a question. No, I, I no, I, I no, I, uh, I love that you made it because it puts it puts a voice to it. In this case, right, you're on the phone, but people, I feel like they roll their eyes. Oh, how bad could that really be? Bad, bad. This this person, you just left New York State. You want to come back, and you can't even come back because it's just so hard. That is a real. That's a real world thing. We're dealing with this every day, and it's killing our state. Right. Well, uh, we appreciate you being on our side. <laughs> Oh, I'm on your side. Thanks for the call, Valerie. I appreciate it. So the solution is to stop all of this top-down nonsense. Let people come back from Virginia. Make it so they don't have to go there in the first place. Let's make it easier to live here. Let's be more free. Let's be more happy. And that is a free solution on WISL. I will talk to you next week.